Good day, good day. It is so good to be back with you after some needed time off, a mini vacation of sorts. Do you know we all need some time off once in a while? Time to refresh, reboot, be restored, and to recoup. And by the grace of God, come back with a fresh new word from God or a fresh new assignment. Just as God did himself when he created the heavens and the earth, he rested after each day and came back the next day with a fresh new word. Each of the six days he took to create the world. With that being said, we pray that we're finding you in good spirits and you've been staying vigilant in your pursuit of God and his purpose for your life. Whether that purpose is to lead a small Bible study group, sing in the choir, write a book, encourage others, volunteer, help the young or the elderly. We are all created for a purpose and with a purpose in mind by Almighty God. So today, if you don't mind, I'd like to speak to you from the thought of you weren't created to fit in. And our main scripture can be found in Romans 9, 19 through 21 with an additional scripture coming from Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6. Romans 19, 9 through 21 reads as follows. One of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us? For who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to one who formed it? Why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special or noble purpose and some for common usage. That's Romans 19, 9 through 21. Now let's jump right over to Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6, and it reads as follows. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house. And I saw him working at the wheel, but the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord, like clay in the hands of the potter. So are you in my hand, Israel. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his almighty word. In the text, in both Romans and Jeremiah, we see it being established that the potter has the control and creative design over the clay. It is the potter that holds the clay in his hands to mold it into what he sees fit to do so. With the clay only being a willing, present and passive participant without a voice in the matter. In Romans, the writer speaks of two types of pottery made by the potter, a potter spinning the lump of clay, but creating different things out of the same clay on the same wheel using the same hands. As the potter sees fit and as he desires, based on what his mind shows him in his hands, mold the clay into what he wants the finished product to be all based on the vision he has for the lump of clay spinning on his will with the clay, as we all know it, has no say in what it will become, but will accept and be what it is meant to be. Its destiny is going to be determined by the one spinning the wheel 
in that person's hands. And upon completion of the molding process, we know it will have to be placed in a kettle to be heated to complete the process and the clay becoming what the potter had designed, molded, and created it to be. Some will be varnished, others stained, others whitewashed, and still others left as terracotta. Same clay, same object, created for vastly different purposes, a cup, a plate, a saucer. In the text, we see the same lump of clay being used for vastly different purposes. Some have been created for common usage, while others for noble purpose. One for everyday usage and one for special occasions. Just like women today have regular dishes, paper plates that they use every day. But they also have fine china that is pulled out only on special occasions. Can I say this to you? God is a master potter to go along with the array of other things that he is. I ask you to add potter on your list or to your list to describe him moving forward. He is a potter that makes master pottery as he sees fit and out of the clay, what he likes and deems necessary. This is who he is, how he operates, just as he gives spiritual gifts as he sees fit. The key words there are as he sees fit. So please understand, as he sees fit means just that. He is the one that makes the decision. So allow me to give you this side note. So don't be fooled, tricked, nor bamboozled. Not a bishop, a pastor, a preacher, a reverend, a teacher, apostle, apostles can give you spiritual gifts. I don't care how many hands, feet they lay on you, clothes, shawls, holy water they pour on you, or how much you pay, roll around on the floor, do push-ups in the aisle, or scream in the pews. They don't have the power to give you the gift of tongues or any other. That comes from God, who gives as he sees fit. Read it in 1 Corinthians 12, more specifically for yourself in 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. In the text, the potter is spinning a lump of clay into different pieces of pottery as he sees fit, and desires, some for common usage, some for noble purpose, or special purposes, as some Bible translations say. Please allow me to say this to you who are listening. When you know God has created you special, don't allow anyone to try to make you ordinary. Please let me say that again, just in case some of you missed it. When you know God has created you to be special, don't allow anyone to try to make you ordinary marginalize you, diminish you, or devalue you. As a potter that has his choice to make the lump of clay out of what he chooses, so if God has chosen to make you special, noble, or different, then be just that. Regardless of what others think, say, or get mad about, it is what it is, baby, and favor ain't fair. And I humbly say, and this may not be fair or sound fair, but it was God's decision to make me how he did and into what he has. Amen. Think the same way about yourself when God has shown you that he molded you to be special, to stand out and not to fit in. And please allow me to add this to that thought. Once you've been told of your worth in order to keep it through ups and downs, struggles and troubles, you have to keep your belief in what God told and spoke to you because the enemy and his imps will do everything 
they can to tell you the opposite of what God has spoken. So don't make it easy for the enemy, others and people around you who are working for and on behalf of the enemy to treat you or tell you that you're ordinary or less than what God has said and created you to be. I say to you, be like Joseph, whether in a pit, you're still special. In Potiphar's house as a slave, you're still special. Or stuck in prison, you're still the same. That specially created person God said you were and you still are. And please understand this important fact. Where you are doesn't change who you are and who God made you to be. Fine China is still fine China. If you find it on Rodeo Drive in California, Broadway in New York, Main Street, in the Goodwill or the Salvation Army, it is still what it is. It's fine China. The location that you find it in doesn't change what it is. It's still fine China. It hasn't turned into a paper plate just because it's not in some high end or fancy store. So I say, wherever you find yourself today, addicted to something, living below your means with someone below your standards. Please allow me to say that again. Living below your means with someone below your standards, struggling financially, mentally, or emotionally, having a hard time, or feeling spiritually empty, regardless of your circumstance or your situation, whether uncomfortable or feeling undesired, understand none of that, I mean none of it, diminishes who you are, what God created you to be, or dictates how your story is going to end. If he told you you're special or noble, and have been created for something great, it will still come to pass. Even if you're drafted in the sixth round, the 199th pick in the NFL draft, you can still win seven Super Bowls, leave one team in your 40s, and guide another team to a Super Bowl victory in your second year, and arguably while accomplishing these things to be recognized as the GOAT, greatest of all times. So regardless of where you are right now, The promise God has given you is still alive and you have not lost nor have your specialness left or departed you. I say this to you today. You have to get up, dust yourself off mentally, emotionally, spiritually and physically and reclaim who you are. If that means leaving the devil and starting all over, you can. God has you. He has been waiting for you like the father did the prodigal son. Read it in Luke 15 waiting for him to get out of the mud with the hogs and the pigs and come back. Come back home to claim or reclaim his heritage as a noble and not settle for being common. Please know, the mistakes we make don't take our nobility away from us. We have a forgiving father. The Bible tells some, reminds others, and informs the uninformed. For the gifts and his callings are irrevocable. Romans eleven twenty nine. God has not recalled or revoked who and what he made you to become because of your mistakes, mishaps, disobedience, or wrong turns. He's waiting on you. It is still in place when you're ready to start. Understand, if you have gone astray or awry, you are God's prodigal son or daughter. So do as a prodigal son did in Luke. Get back up and go back home to your father to get a fresh start. If you're willing to go back and get out of the mud you have placed yourself in, waddling with people and things you should not have ever been associated with in the first place. 
Believe me and trust God. It is just a matter of time that God will elevate and manifest what has been burning inside of you all this time. It will come to pass so the world will see if you're willing to come back. So I say don't despise humble beginnings or the humbling place you find yourself in in this moment. And things don't appear to be going your way. People overlooking you and bypassing you to promote and move others, less qualified people in front of you on the promotion list. Understand, all it takes is one, the one that God allows to see that you are Michael Jordan and they've had you on the bench all this time. But know your time is coming to hit the court to be your heirness. In the text, it speaks of noble usage and common good. Common is good, and every plate in your cabinet can't be fine dining china. Some of it has to be able to be used for everyday usage. That makes the common special in its own way. It's not fine china, but fine china isn't it either. Both have a purpose and a role to play. So although different, both have a vital role to play in the grand scheme of things. As a basketball team has role players to assist, it's stars that make it a championship team. I'm saying this to someone listening that needs to hear this. God didn't create you to be a role player. He created you to be a star on the team. So don't allow anyone to put your light out, your inner drive, your burning fire, or your outer light, the one that brightens the area, because you were created to be a shining light on a hill, not one to be hidden under a bed. And that's what people try to do to others who are different or their children that are a little different from your other children. Just because he or she likes to read books, explore different ideas, or don't want to play football or basketball, but desire to play soccer, tennis, or golf, or maybe no sports at all, doesn't make he or she weird or the black sheep of the family. Maybe if you look at it from the right perspective, from a different lens, or from a spiritual sense, they aren't the black sheep, they are the chosen one. They are the Joseph in your family, the one who is supposed to and has been created to elevate your family to another level and dimension. They are the special one in the family that God has sent to you. In the text, the question is asked, does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special or noble purpose and some for common usage? Please allow me to say this. In so many instances, I see in families, parents, and siblings killing the spirit of a child that is different. They make him or her think they are strange, weird, or so different that they push the kid to be like them when he or she was never meant to be ordinary like you or your other children. They were created by Almighty God to be fine china, not a paper plate. We see in the Bible what paper plates through jealousy and ignorance can do to find China, what a common usage can do to noble purpose in Joseph's case. But unlike Joseph, many of these special kids or people in ordinary families don't ever come out of the pit that they've been placed in by their parents and siblings. Due to them not having help or anyone telling or explaining to them that being different and who they are is okay. But for the ones who do, they become the first in their families to become doctors and judges and presidents, Obama, etc. Something that you wouldn't believe that came out of Nazareth because nothing good was supposed to come 
from there. If you recall in your scriptures, many of you will get what I just said in a minute. For those who missed it, due to having not read your Bible in a minute, in the Bible, located in John 1, 45-46, it reads as follows. Philip found Nathan and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophet also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathan asked. Come and see, said Philip. It was documented in history that Nazareth was one of the lowest places on earth. Nothing good could come out of it. Do you know, in some places in America, that's what people are still thinking? Talking bad and putting down certain communities across the country, especially brown and black ones, under the misguided notion that only certain kind of people come out of particular neighborhoods. Football players, basketball players, soccer players, and just athletes. But I stopped by today to tell you, there are so many more special talents in those very hoods. God has placed doctors and politicians, judges and presidents, CEOs and CFOs that are being overlooked. There are special gifted children in our hoods, people and parents. I say to you, stop forcing them to be athletes when they are scholars and scientists. In the text, the statement is made or the question is asked, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Do you know those same questions are being asked about our communities? Can anything good come out of South Baton Rouge? Can anything good come out of Seaside? Can anything good come out of the South Side of Chicago? Add your area to the message. Let me tell you this. God says yes. God says yes it can. God says yes it does. Let's make it a little bit more personal. Can anything good come out of that family? I stopped by today to tell you God says yes. He has made what you're calling the black sheep the chosen one, the noble one, the special one. I created with my hands in my spinning wheel out of a lump of clay, and I placed him in your family. Yes, in your family, your child that's not the athlete or hoodish, but loves to read and is a computer genius, not a geek. The one God will do special things through. The one you're trying to make fit in the box of your other children or of your making. Allow me to say this. They weren't created, nor is it meant for them to fit in. He or she were made to stand out. So stop trying to make your child be what he or she is not interested in being. Allow them to read and be a straight A student. Not everyone is going to be MJ or TB12. Some are created to be Einstein, Da Vinci, Obama, Dr. King, or just the best versions of themselves. In the text, a command is given to Jeremiah by Almighty God. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as seemed best to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like the clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hands, Israel. That's Jeremiah 18, 1 through 6. 
Can I say this to someone who's a little more mature now and was misdiagnosed as a child, who was put in a common box when you were of noble purpose? They didn't understand you were different. They didn't understand you were not common, but you were noble. God sent me by to share this with you. As long as you are still breathing, you can still achieve the noble purpose God created you to achieve. Misdiagnosed doesn't give you a pass not to pursue it now. Now that you know better and the diagnosis is clear to you now. So if you didn't know then, you know now. Or if you didn't know, now you know. So get up, get out, and get to it. You still have time. Become who you are meant to be and created to be. It's not too late. Please allow me to go back to one scripture that asked the question, can anything good come from Nazareth or the hood? Can I answer that? God has created special people in the fire of struggles, times of trouble, hurt, and in the hardships of the hood. Special people, not just athletes, but so much more. The potter has the clay in his hands to design what he sees fit, noble or common, to fit in or stand out. Too many of you are choosing to fit in when God has made you to stand out clearly. Choose to be special as you have been chosen. It's okay to think outside the box and to be different. It's okay not to smoke weed nor to drink or curse. It's okay to listen to different kinds of music and not be tatted up. Just because everyone else around you does it doesn't mean you have to acquiesce to it. Don't worry about being like them. Make them strive to be like you. They are common doing common things. You're the noble and special one because you're doing what others fail to do. Being different, setting a tone, and carving trails not following paths of others. Noble or common. Know how the potter created you and embrace it. Become who he created you to be and do. Stand out, not try to fit in. You weren't created to fit in. Lastly, even when others pretend not to see it or make an attempt not to acknowledge it or do all they can to deny it, bypass it or suppress it. Remember, it doesn't matter what they say, it's what you know. They see six round pick, but you see Hall of Famer. You see GOAT. That's what God created you to be in your field. I say you have to believe it, to receive it, in order to achieve it. You have to believe it. You were created to be different. You were not created to fit in. You were created to stand out. Amen? As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day, and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.